This is the Expedition Retirement Podcast with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. GetYourRoadmap.com. Let's sit down and talk about you, your retirement, your questions. Are you going to be okay? Is retirement going to work? Let's put it down on paper. Okay, so Greg, this is pretty cool. You got to sit down with Vice President Mike Pence. That's pretty cool. That is so cool. I mean, we got range, Randy. I mean, Mike Pence, Bill Murray. It was a little bit of different atmosphere. There was some, you know, you had the Secret Service. You had some folks there. I mean, it, it was exciting. And, you know, he actually did a really good job of kind of disarming a lot of us. He was actually really funny. I mean, he, he actually, you know, he seems very serious a lot of times when I'd seen uh, Vice President Pence on television shows and on, you know, different speaking engagements. And when he sat down, and, you know, with us and me personally, like, he, uh, he was a pretty funny guy. So he's got plastic hair, but he is not plastic man. So as well. So <laughs> here is Greg with Mike Pence. I'd like to introduce Mr. Vice President Pence. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm great, Greg. Great to be with you. You know, we're here at Expedition Retirement and, you know, we get a lot of questions coming in and we understand you're in the process of writing a new book. I am. And, uh, you know, I'm also writing a new book now. I'm, I'm finding out it's pretty hard. And the question <laughs> I get usually is, hey, when someone picks up your book, what do you want to have happen? And I just said, you know, I just want someone to pick it up. I want them to finish it. So <laughs> for you, you know, what are the things that you want to bring out of this book or what do you want people to do when they finish it? Well, Greg, I mean, my, my hope is that uh, people can read this book and, and join me and my wife and our family on the journey we've been on. You know, I'm the grandson of an Irish immigrant. My grandfather came over to this country on a boat, got off on Ellis Island, drove a bus for 40 years. My dad built a small business in a small town. In so many ways, I feel like I grew up on the footstool of the American dream. But for me to have had the opportunities that we've had, my family and I have had to to serve in Congress, to serve as governor of our great state, and then to serve as vice president of the United States is just an incredible privilege. And I I give all the credit to uh, our faith in God and uh, to the confidence and, and kindness and generosity of the American people. So uh, when can we expect for this book to come out? Is there a due date coming out soon? Or? Uh, it's coming out. Should, it actually should be out before the end of the year. And oh, that's um, awesome. As you said, it's a, you know, we, we just, we're, we're going to try and share our heart, share our mind, share our story, and um, maybe give people a little bit of a window. And uh, not just me, but my incredible wife, Karen, our our kids and, and the journey we've been on, the privileges that we've had to really be, you know, in the fight for fiscal responsibility when I was in the Congress, um, expanding educational opportunities and job opportunities when I was governor, and then and then to be a part of an administration that in four short years not only saw our nation through the worst pandemic in 100 years, but before all of that, rebuilt our military, revived our economy, unleashed American energy, secured our borders, and and I think saw the appointment of conservatives on our courts that really strengthened the foundation of the rule of law. So it was a great privilege for me to be part of it, and I look forward to telling that story. We can't wait either. Now, Thank you. as uh, 
my practice started off as being an elder care law attorney. So I had the opportunity to help a lot of aging, you know, Americans navigate some of those scary, you know, situations when you're going into a nursing home or maybe helping veterans get onto benefits. And what we've seen since the 1980s, when, you know, cost for a year of nursing home was around $10,000. Now it's over more than $100,000. What do you think some ideas or things you can talk to our clients that maybe we could do policy wise to help lessen some of that burden for that aging population? I think it's pretty scared. Well, Greg, uh, number one, thanks for what you what you do in the lives of so many families across this community. I know people have come to rely on you and and your counsel, and uh, because that you know the, all those transitions can be challenging. You know, I'm I'm turning sixty three in just a few days, and um, uh, my wife's a few years older than me, although she doesn't look it. Uh, <laughs> and um, you know, it's a challenging time for many people, but to have someone like you at their side giving them counsel. But I think the best thing we can do is get this economy moving again. You know, inflation at a 40-year high, gasoline prices having doubled. We've seen the impact of uncertainty on the stock market, and that's impacting impacting pensioners and savings. And I, I think the best thing we can do for people that are approaching retirement or in retirement is turn our country back from uh, this more spending, more taxes, less American energy, less American security agenda that's being advanced and really get back to American strength and American prosperity. Well, Mike, thanks so much for your time today. And, you know, we really enjoyed our conversation. Well, Greg, thanks for having me on Expedition Retirement. Oh, it's cool. been an honor. <laughs> How about that? Uh, he seems like a guy you could just, I don't know if he drinks, but you sit down and have a beer with. He seems like a pretty reasonable guy. He was. I mean, we were laughing a little bit. Uh, my grandmother was also a school bus driver, so we kind of you know talked through some of our, you know, our, our backgrounds and histories. And he said, you know, a couple things that kind of caught a grin where he said, you know what, it's great being retired, you know, right now. And he, go, and he was forced retirement, of course, mm-hmm. as a joke. And then he said, you know, I got to drive my own car. And he goes, that's been exciting for the last, you know, year or so. But the bad news is that I have to pay gas. And uh, I thought that was pretty clever. But, uh, no, he was, a, he was a great guy. He was very open. And, you know, you could see why he's been so successful in his, uh, you know, particularly political career. Well, to sit down with uh, the vice president, you have to sit down and ask him about some of the things we talk about here on the show, the tax boulder that we talk about, because certainly government has a lot to do with taxes. So you ask about estate taxes, because we talk about that all the time. Here's what he had to say about that. I think we should do away with the inheritance tax once and for all. We're talking about people's hard-earned income after taxes that they built for their own retirement, they built for their own security, and they built for their children and their grandchildren after them. And I think we want to see people building wealth, building a foundation for themselves and their families, and then uh, without government showing up when they go home to be with the Lord, being able to pass that on and let their children and grandchildren live their dreams. That's a pretty good answer, Greg. <laughs> it, it, it was a pretty good answer. You know, as everyone knows, Ohio used to have an estate tax, and um, Kasich did away with that almost a decade ago. And, you know, when it comes to the federal government, most people don't aren't too attuned with the estate tax or the gift tax because currently it's so large. It's over, you know, $10 million is the exemption. Um, so it doesn't feel like it hits a lot of people, but we have heard proposals, and it starts to get a little scary where even back in, you know, the Obama administration, they had talked about bumping it back down to a million. Mm-hmm. And at a million, they were going to then tax, the estate tax would be around 40%. So, I mean, it could get a little scary pretty quick. And I think when we keep spending money like we're doing, Randy, it's got to come from somewhere. So keeping the estate tax on everyone's kind of radar is important from both the state level and the federal level, because, you know, you may have to do some planning because 
40 cents on the dollar, shoot, that's ha- almost half your, you know, inheritance that you would probably, we'd re- you want it to go to your kids and your grandkids, not to Uncle Sam. So, Greg, one of the other questions that we have about our government is what are they going to do about Social Security? And I actually have some good news today about Social Security. They all told us that it's going to go broke in 2034. Well, the good news today, this breaking news, Uncle Sam had a very good year last year, and they've now pushed that year back to 2035. Yay! <laughs> One extra year. Yikes. One extra year. Oh, that is that is gosh. very, very Uncle Sammy. <laughs> so we asked Mike Pence that question about Social Security. What can be done? Social Security is a promise that we've made to every American, that we would return to them their money. This was about Americans permitting the government to collect a small amount of their paycheck for their whole working career. And I think we have a moral obligation to see to the not just the solvency, but I think the vitality of Social Security in the days ahead. My hope is that we can bring innovation to it as well, give people even more choices for Social Security. So, Greg, tell me about Social Security planning. It's part of the income puzzle that we you have to solve for people. Are you looking at that as something that's going to stay there as it is or it's going to adjust? Do you make adjustments? How do you approach that topic? Well, you know, at the end of the day, you just have to take a step back away from the politics and realize when you keep spending more than you make or you keep pushing money out the door, eventually someone has to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of times it's American taxpayers. And I like the idea. I agree that, you know, for people that paid into the system, they absolutely should be made whole. Everything that was promised should obviously be paid out. And I'm sure they'll come up with some way to make that happen because they would lose. If anyone ran against killing Social Security, you would lose in a landslide Mm -hmm. from a political standpoint. But going forward, you know, I think we have to scratch our head and say, do we really need to keep doing this? At this point in time, does this even make sense that we're actually brokering retirement funds when we have things like 401ks and already already in place and we're trusting uncle sam who let's be honest has trouble delivering mail to you know figure out one of the most complex financial instruments on the planet you know i don't know if i believe that you know i want to have a runway i think everyone that paid into the system should get their money out but you know going forward this doesn't feel like the most economical and and, and smartest way to you know invest in your retirement i think most people out there i know most ohioans we talked to would much rather bet on themselves and handle it themselves than having it taken out of their paycheck for 30 years yet the promise that they made for us is that money we put in and we're going to get that money back. I don't want to get that back at a 25% discount. Uh, Do you believe that if changes are made, the people who are 60 plus right now, do you think that they'll be able to fulfill that promise throughout their retirement years? I think so. I mean, I know there's a lot of it's a it's a hot topic, right? Everyone wants to make sure that everyone gets their Social Security payments and rightfully so. Right. They, they factor that into their income plan. Right. It's not fair to pull the rug out on those mm-hmm. folks that are in retirement or close to retirement to now say now the game's changed. I don't think that's right. But the money has to come from somewhere. And I think what you'll see is other levers being pulled that make it less advantageous for retirees. We've talked about 401ks at length at this show because almost every one of our listeners have one. And what we've seen in the last three years are three changes that haven't helped retirees save money in taxes, right? They're actually the opposite. They're doing things to make it so that Uncle Sam can get his money faster and at higher tax rates. He he, he got rid of the kid's stretch and turned around and made it 10 years. And then instead of doing 10 years, he said you have to start year one when you inherit it. And then it keeps going and changing. And I think that's going to probably be where they focus. Everyone needs to understand Uncle Sam's biggest war chest of dollars to maybe fulfill the Social Security promises that all these politicians are making is going to come from your IRA accounts probably because those are untaxed havens of trillions of dollars. 
And they know if we can get an extra three or 4% out of those, that's going to make the world of difference to continue to be able to pay social security or other things like that, which why it is so important that we take that power away from uncle Sam. And instead of letting him have his plan on how to take money out of our IRA, we do it faster. We go into your 401k or IRA while you're retired and we pull it out on our terms and pay the tax rates that we think and that we want are the most optimized, which means the least amount of money going to uncle Sam and the government and the more going to you guys. And by the time you get to the, you know, a moment when you pass away, there's no IRA or 401k left. We've already detaxed it or converted it to a Roth. And by doing that, you really gut all his plans and then you control it. It's your plan, not Uncle Sam's. And that's why the tax map and our team of CPAs that are involved in every roadmap that we build help us build those plans. Thanks for listening to the Expedition Retirement Podcast with Greg Ayler. To get your complimentary roadmap for retirement, call 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074 or go to getyourroadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RIA LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve RIA, LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC. Tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC, NPN Insurance License Number 1655411.